On tonight's episode, we talk about Oppenheimer. And now the pop culture news of the week. All right, Retina listeners, today is the long-awaited Barbenheimer. Yes. Uh, I saw. I saw this. This. Before we start with Oppenheimer, oh. I need I need to, 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 to we didn't see it. It's oh, not it's okay. not it's not our judgment. Uh mm-hmm. but I saw this review of uh Barbie. Barbie. It was like wow, ouch. Try to imagine the Super Mario Bros. movie as written by someone who not only hated Mario and Luigi, but blamed them for highway fatalities climate change and gorilla abuse while tossing <laughs> oh, no. in prost references so that's the review someone made of barbie again we didn't see it i'm not endorsing the review but i thought it was like oh wow yeah someone hated the movie or hate barbie or both or just went in with entirely <laughs> wrong expectations I'm still really curious I don't curious know. What's, about what what it. would be your expectations of the Barbie movie? Well, from from other reviews that I've read and Just first forget about reviews, you said okay. expectations. So what would be your expectations? I guess it's contaminated because you already saw reviews. Right. Not not a lot and not like like lengthy reviews, but just anyway. Initial expectations from the initial marketing was like a fun Barbie comedy something something. And then realizing that it was Greta Gerwig made me think, okay, there's, there's going to be kind of, um, it's going to be a more intellectual, shall we say. And then other trailers coming out as they revealed more and more of the plot that are, and as well as the rating, I realized there's, this isn't just like a fun nostalgia romp with the toys movie that they're going to be tackling some other issues gonna be a little, little philosophical maybe a bit of a thinker yeah so but that, I, that, that's, I'm that's also relative that's relative because legally blonde does that it's true and to be honest i i, I didn't see any trailer uh curious curiously not that mm-hmm. i didn't try uh mm-hmm. i didn't look for it but the movies they never showed any trailer right it's true i think most maybe of the trailers teasers? yeah most of the trailers i've seen or are, are like bits and clips have been either scrolling social media or i think it's on peacock one of the streaming services we have with ads but um, but uh but yeah we haven't seen them but in i the saw movie theater. A, a glimpse of images of uh, i think it was a trailer a teaser and i saw will ferrell i was like oh will ferrell is on it yeah and, and she as, as a boss and she coming out to the real world and there's a street sign that mm-hmm. says something like that uh-uh and yeah. which honestly reminded me of Legally Blonde. You know, she's coming out of her, uh, you know, her mm. life and her habits mm-hmm. to do something for, I don't know, for herself and mm-hmm. for the world, which is very different than what I expected because I thought it was like a comedy in the wor- world of Barbie. And apparently right. she comes out of that. But anyways, enough Barbie. This episode is not about Barbie. Yeah. We didn't see Barbie. We saw Oppenheimer by Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. It was a freaking masterpiece, is what we have to say, Yeah, I think. Nolan proved more than once mm-hmm. that he, he's a master filmmaker that he does. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Primaris, is that a word? It's, well, 
It is now, I guess. Primordial. With, sure. With, uh, like, oh, okay. Pre, like from from pristine, from perceptible. He does a spectacular work. Uh, 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 he does everything he does in, in you know, mm -hmm. and he's so versatile. He, he did uh, Batman. He did the Batman trilogy. Yeah. He did a uh, war movie on Dunkirk. Mm -hmm. He did uh, sci-fi time-traveling adventures on... Uh, what was the name? Do you know what they're called? Interstellar. In, no. no, Tenet. Tenet. Oh, also yeah. on sci-fi yeah. uh, time Interstellar. Tenet. Interstellar. Yeah, Interstellar is still one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, it's, and oh. So he does everything. And this one, he goes historic, uh, um, political, biographical, about the very important moment of history, the the Manhattan Project, the creation of the nuclear bomb and the eventual uh, bombing of uh, Japan uh, to end World War Two, mm -hmm. and but he but he does it's not only telling the story, mm -hmm. he he does it masterfully. He tells yeah. it he tells it in ways that you you there you part you you you. you Suspense of disbelief level ninety nine. You dare you forget about yeah. It's immersive. The world. Mm -hmm. You go back in time and take part of the story, and you you have feelings for the characters. Uh, that mm -hmm. the the characters you follow have feelings for uh, other characters, and you you share the same feelings. That's how well he tells the yeah. story, uh, and masterfully done. Uh, he makes. As a great maestro, as a great director, he makes everybody and everything related to the movie shine. He makes the photographer shine, the mm -hmm. editor shine, the guy that does the music, the costume design, the the yeah. art department, the actors. He's like grab like talent from rocks. I'm not saying that there was any rocks. Everybody there was uh, minimally talented. Uh, uh, as we saw them in other things, yeah. but he make people they already shine, shine even more. It's it's a spectacular movie. It's uh, uh, it's, it's it's Christopher Nolan. It's kind of redundant to yeah. say he he works hard. Yeah, he wrote, direct, and produced on this one. With his wrote, wife, directed, and produced with Emma Thomas. Mm -hmm. uh, and and he and you know. I guess it's not done until it's it's proper and it's good. Yeah. You know, there was like stories we heard about the, before the movie mm -hmm. came coming out that he wanted to make the Trinity test, the Trinity explosion, mm -hmm. as close as the real one as possible and safe. Mm -hmm. uh, even though some some insurance companies like no 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 no, <laughs> but he he went that far. Yeah. Uh, and everything looks it looks spectacular. The movie is long, but at no point is boring. At no point drags. Every no, I can't think of anything to cut or anything. Yeah, yeah. every piece. There was there was uh, we talk about. I don't want to spoil. So oh, okay. There was one scene. It's it's, a, it's not a wood, a wooden cut, but I think I would do a little bit different. But besides Ooh. that. And I'm not saying it's bad. I'm saying my personal taste. I would I would change that. But besides that, everything is uh, 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 untouchable. You shouldn't mm -hmm. touch. It's a movie made uh, uh, 
to see on IMAX. The movie was shot on IMAX. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the size of the... Film. What's the difference? I mean, like, he doesn't do digital, right? Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But yeah. he's shot for film, too. Uh, uh, it was shot uh, uh, on, on 7 millimeters IMAX mm -hmm. to the point that the final product is 70, 70 millimeter IMAX. Some movie features had to adapt to yeah. fit this, this gigantic creature, this gigantic... It's huge. Yeah. And it's... Uh, uh, we were joking about ba Barbenheimer. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a, that's a phenomenon out there. It's apparently like 200,000, right? 200,000... Uh, people double featuring, watching one than the other, or yeah. other than the one, and uh, but like Barbie, as good as it might be, mm -hmm. I'm not saying it is, I don't know, but as good as it might be, it's 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 is nothing compared to to this one. This one is a masterpiece for the ages, and everything he does is, you know, everything he touches, it, 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 yeah, it's it's incredible. Yeah. This is based on a book called American Prometheus. I don't remember the author's name, um, but it's taken from that. And it's not really, even though most of the marketing centered on the, the scenes from the Manhattan Project, it truly is a film about Oppenheimer. We meet him well before the Manhattan Project and this covers um, events in his life that ex extending far after. The Manhattan Project. But of course, Manhattan was like a really big deal. And basically why he's remembered and known outside of like physics circles. Um, yeah. It's, the, 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 the authors of the book, American mm -hmm. Prometheus, is Martin uh, Sherwin and oh, okay. Kai Bird. I don't know they are if they're historians, if they were related to the story. Either way, yeah. uh, Nolan wrote by himself. He adapted yes. himself. Uh, as, as he directed by himself but again mm -hmm. as, a, as a great maestro he mm -hmm. wrote the music and he conducted in a way that every element on the band on the orchestra yeah shone. he brought us together yeah. so masterfully it was so good the um, I I did a little reading this morning before we went to see it just some because it's nice to know like before going to see a historical film like what's actually historical versus what is condensed dramatized romanticized anyway this was all it, it all checked out it, the historicity is like oof, just on point and and fantastic and Ludwig Gordonson like the guy is an incredible composer um for film and for television but like what he did here was so cool he and and he built so much of like the tension that you feel throughout is not just what we're seeing and the dialogue and everything but it's the music. Sometimes it's a ticking clock. Sometimes we hear a ticking clock, or sometimes it's more like a clicking Geiger counter. And sometimes it sounds like a train that's slowly speeding up and feels like this inexorable, unstoppable forward, um, like like force moving forward. Or maybe it's like stomping feet and marching armies. Like there's so many different sounds that were like so sounds that weren't like orchestral necessarily but we're part of the music and the background but that we're helping to tell the story that we're helping to build the tension um helping us to understand what Oppenheimer was feeling like it, it was just so masterfully done lots of great like visual metaphors um like it's just oh, 
it was it was phenomenal and yeah the cast of people that he attracts and was able to get on this film for even just like brief moments unbelievable like Kenneth Branagh the guy like Kenneth Branagh is is one of the elites he's a big deal not not just as an actor but also as a director and Nolan got him for what like maybe five minutes of screen time ten minutes I don't know like just like very well, don't moments. spoil. Kenneth Branagh might be longer, might be not. Well, that's your Eddie's part. But right. yeah. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize yeah. that would be. But I but, think but that was a uh, no, it's it's great talent in everybody. Everybody shine. Even even the guy that shows up. Uh, uh, there's some all the people that show up for literally mm -hmm. seconds or or have very little lines or have no lines, and, and yeah, they they make them shine in mm -hmm. the. And in, in return, they make the movie and the director uh, shine. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, a, it's a terrific work. Uh, this is very interesting on how he divided the movie in, in basically two, two chapters, two stories, two moments. One is fission and the other one is fusion. Uh, and, uh, and he used uh, black and white to differentiate mm -hmm. in those moments. And... There's some moments that they, they cross, uh, uh, they cross over, but it's, it's very interesting the parallels he traces with the story uh, of fusion and fusion, the past and, mm -hmm. and, and their future, uh, and oh, so good. Everything was, was, yeah. was spectacularly done. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, as I was saying, it's it's one is one for, for the ages is a great movie, and if there's justice in the world, it should be nominated for all the awards. Seriously, get, every aspect of it, and get a lot of them. But you know, the politics, us in the movie treats a lot of uh, deals a lot of politics, the politics of the day, the the woke agendas and the checklists mm -hmm. uh, are forced or, or helped. The Academy to change uh, uh, things, then including stupid rules that a movie like this, uh, by uh, the movie as is, uh, it would not fulfill the rules of the Academy to determine that the movie to be nominated has to have personal people of color, uh, uh, LG community uh, people, or or one of those stories. Mm -hmm. So a movie like this is a masterpiece. My, hopefully that mm -hmm. will not be the case because there's other uh, rules that help navigate to the mm -hmm. stupid rule. Yeah. Uh, but a movie like this would, would not be nominated. But if there's justice, this movie will be nominated and it will win. But you know, the Academy proved more than once that uh, uh, not always the best movie wins. You know, uh, you have you know classic mm -hmm. situations where you have Steven Spielberg nominated for. Uh, uh, Saving Private Ryan, yeah, and and so was Tom Hanks, so was uh, all the aspects of the movie, mm -hmm. and then they gave it to Shakespeare in Love, which is not a bad movie, but it's I'm it's not it's forgettable. People people yeah. watch uh, 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 Saving Private Ryan, and it has an impact. It does. Schindler's List is yeah, mm -hmm. not Schindler's List. Sorry, Shakespeare in Love. Is, yeah, yeah. 
Shoes anyways, was also had an impact. But but also you have the moonlights and the and the green books and the movies that come mm-hmm. with politics and Hollywood is always the is the, the the place of appearances and the place of people they are like doing good not because it's the good thing to do but because you know someone said and they want to appear mm-hmm. like someone said. So all those yeah. the, the politics did, did try it from the from the the quality and this one is uh, above and beyond quality and if it sh- I still hope it would be nominated for a lot and I still mm-hmm. hope it's gonna get uh, a lot it's, yeah especially best director because he made it happen uh, and it's so good fortunately there are other uh, prestigious award shows beyond what the Academy offers beyond the Oscars so maybe he can get nominated yeah and there, even if it doesn't, you should go see it. Yeah. It's, it's it's a movie. It's a it's a important movie mm-hmm. about uh, a important moment in history. Yeah. That changed history forever. And if you if you don't get it, you're gonna you're gonna get definitely gonna get it after uh, after this, the credits starts rolling. And yeah, Celia Murphy spectacular. Oh my uh, gosh. Robert Downey Jr. Uh, terrific. Uh, mm-hmm. th- there, there you go. You have best actor and actress supporting role, and then you have the best actresses mm-hmm. uh, 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 in Emily, Emily Blunt and Florence Pugh. Pugh. Besides, so many other great, uh, great performances. Yeah. And uh, oh, Matt Damon was fantastic in this. I'm really enjoying like old Matt Damon, like in this one, and then the one. What was the Nike one? Nike uh, Air. Air, yeah, like. Old Matt Damon's doing great. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is this is like truly a masterpiece from beginning to end. I was gonna say. Oh, something I loved about it was how he he gives us time to just explore some really complicated like thoughts, feelings, ideas. But like, it never felt like there was an agenda or a message that he was trying to get across. He just laid out like the. All the the dilemmas, like the 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 ethical and moral dilemmas of the Manhattan Project, um, and of like patriotism during wartime, and like all all these other like complicated issues, and like the joy of the war being over versus like the horrors of what happened, the horrors of of the atomic bomb and what it did to the people in um, Hiroshima and Nagasaki, like. He just laid it all out there and gave us time to, like, feel it and process it. And I, I thought that was really masterfully done. Um, I, like, I, I feel like he didn't tell us how to feel about anything. He just kind of, he presented it and was letting us figure it out. There's a lot to chew on. Um, dang it, there's something I wanted to say and I keep forgetting it. It'll come back later <laughs> when we're talking about something completely... Wow. Unrelated. That's so annoying. Oh, well. Oppenheimer is open. It's open. (laughs) Oh, you have to see this in the theater. Some movies are like, oh, this is good in the theater. Some is like, okay, whatever. You you can watch this at home and have a seat. No. This one you need to see in IMAX because part of the immersive experience is like just the size of the screen and the sound quality. And Nolan is big on this. Like he's talked about this before. Like his films need to be seen on a screen. Like his films need to be seen in a theater and like he always says you know he he films on film and 
all this other stuff. But this one, like, this one, I feel like, really does need to be seen in IMAX in order to have, like, the full experience. It's worth the splurge. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, Oppenheimer's Open is available in theaters everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you should go check it because it's really good. Yeah. Fantastic. We will find out in the coming days what the box office results are. But in the meantime, Sound of Freedom, which is another really important film we talked about a couple weeks ago, has passed $100 million at the box office. Yeah, it's a surprise of the summer. It's doing really well. The movie costs, uh, I think, around $15 million, So uh, mm-hmm. they're they making really good money on it. The movie is really good. Uh, and it's a surprise considering the big horses, the big bats, mm. uh, all failing, you know. Uh, Indiana Jones. The Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elemental. Elemental. Oh, and even, Disney films. Even, even Mission Impossible, there was a great movie. It yeah. didn't perform as, as, as well. Really? Uh, yeah, 80 oh. million. Uh, huh. Mm-hmm. But... But yeah, but the Sound of Freedom is doing great. Dinko mm-hmm. Viso is, is, is doing press and people say, oh, but you're not going to join the strike. It's like, I support my fellow uh, 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 actors, actors and actresses and writers mm-hmm. as well. But they, they, they never came on our support. They, they want this movie out. And um. I'm doing this not for me. I'm doing for the movie mm-hmm. and for that. Uh, I will continue do, continually doing it. Because, yeah, they abandoned us, so they kind of lost our support. Uh, mm-hmm. Not only him and the other people involved uh, that, you know, probably not even related to those organizations. Because it's, it's an alternative to Hollywood. And there's a, meme, right. there's a meme popping out there that after so many weeks of writers uh, uh, strike, and now the actor strikes, it kind of proved that we don't need Hollywood, you know. Mm. Life goes on and there will be alternatives. But anyways, th- this fight is still goes on. But Sound of Music mm-hmm. is still out there nope. too. Sound of Freedom. What did I say? You said The Sound of Music. Sound which of is another music. phenomenal like landmark film. Yes. But uh, no, yeah. Sound of Freedom yeah. is but what we're talking kids, about today. The, the kids escape right away. No, no yeah. pedals or Nazis get them. They run through the mountains. Yes. Anyways, so that that's it from from Sound of Freedom. Okay, mm-hmm. um, let's talk about the strike for a minute. Yeah, so the strike is going on, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and it's causing the actors going outside and yeah. picketing and you know scream and and claim. Mm-hmm. Some have good arguments, some don't, uh, for many reasons. Some including some. Oh, I didn't make enough money for that that I wrote. It's like, well, that was crap. Anyways, but the strike is going on, and some some interesting things happened uh, mm-hmm. uh, this week, including that NBC Universal trimmed to almost nothing the trees they have in front of the building. That's right. So when people went to picketing, it was like shady. It was like nice mm-hmm. shadows on the tree. Now it's sun. It's the California sun on this yeah, super hot summer. July. Uh, so they, they basically broke their legs 
concerning mm-hmm. on picketing there. But they're picketing everywhere. Yep. And we see famous actors fighting with mm-hmm. studios, which is like, oh man, this guy one day gonna go back and argue with like Bob Iger or, or one of the studio heads and mm-hmm. like calling them like these big names. It's like, yeah. It's not that they, the studio head might, might say, it's like, no, I don't want that person, you know. Blackballed in Hollywood, it happens all the time. But, it does. But anyways, the fight the fight goes on, and the and the Bob Iger came uh, talked about mm-hmm. it several times. Yeah. He said it was unrealistic. They offered them like uh, best increases in in decades, but yeah. Anyways, I don't know. The effects of it are being are being felt in uh, San Diego. Yeah, so San Diego Comic-Con is, is happening this week. This is usually a huge marketing, publicizing opportunity for the big studios. We already talked before about how um, Marvel and some of the other big studios weren't going to be doing their big presentations Pretty this year no anyway. Pretty much no studios are, are Yeah. Going. So in the past, with they've that, like released with, with some uh, trailers. Mm-hmm. But now with the strike, a big part of the strike is that any SAG-AFTRA members can't be can't do anything to promote new projects, can't like make appearances, all these other all these other rules. Can't do work for the studios. Um so yeah, yeah. and even and even the ones that are not doing this, uh, of of course we talk about the appearances. Mm-hmm. And of course there's solidarity too. There's there's both cases, but either way, mm-hmm. uh there's people that are not involved, they're not promoting anything, mm-hmm. but they're not going to show support to their right. fellow uh, uh, companions that are out mm-hmm. of work. So the guy, it's like the guy, actor or actress is not going to go there to make money, even if it's in his past productions mm-hmm. when his fellow workers are uh, without work. Right. But yeah, Hall H is empty and mm-hmm. it's like, it's rare. So San Diego Comic Con back to the origins, you know, doing, dealing with, you know, Comic uh, comic books, books? Yeah. and and all the old old uh, old licensed old products and you know, mm-hmm. classic Star Wars and and Star Trek things that were the building blocks of the foundation of, of Comic Cons. You know the nerds, the the things that bring yeah. them on. Uh, even though there's some things popping there, there's like the 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 cast of uh, Marvel Spider Man Two, the PS Five game was there. They did a oh. panel. Uh, they did say well, we should support our fellow uh, uh, actors, uh, but well, <laughs> tough to explain to supporting, but but they there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, also, also is getting some some things getting attention uh, for the for the circumstance, but also for good mm-hmm. reason. Uh, Indian production named Project K mm-hmm. uh, or Kalki twenty eight thirty four twenty eight Kalki twenty eight ninety eight AD. Yes, uh, sci fi from from India from Bollywood mm-hmm. looks looks good. Yeah, you can tell it's Indian. Uh, is 
Yeah, there's definitely there are some distinct styles, yeah, some markers. There's almost some, a moment that you there were see. no there was no dancing in no, that. No, there was no dancing, but there's a moment that they played the song for dance. You can tell they're gonna dance to okay. that song at some point. I mean, one yeah, can only hope. Like, yeah. Uh, I gotta anyways. say, Slumdog Millionaire, I was so disappointed when the credits rolled. I'm like, I'm sorry, did we not dance at that's all? That's not an Indian movie. I know, but like, they were so, it was like set in India, so we spent this whole time there. But they dance at the end. They do, that's what I was about to say. That I was yeah. like, fi- like, finally, as the credits rolled. Yeah. Just like, it's it's just a crying shame. Yeah, it was uh, Danny Boyle, right? It was the same guy that did that movie we watched this week. That's right. Trans- train Spotters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways, so it looks good. I confess, there's a couple of movies in the the the, uh, the near past that uh, Indian movies that mm. I want to see. RRR, one that was nominated last yeah, year. Yeah, we need to see that. that definitely see. And this one look looks good too. There's a couple of classic Bollywood films you need to see. I feel like everybody, especially people who yeah, are enthusiastic classic, about film. Uh, okay, what what are you what are you even doing? <laughs> you don't get to make fun of something if you haven't participated. I'm not making fun. And if you haven't seen Lagan or Kuch Kuchohote, like like what are you even <laughs> doing? You've, you've not seen the majesty of Shahrukh Khan crying. Oh, someone like, made, someone made a meme. I mean, the the, the way you said, uh, yeah, I have my concerns. But anyway, someone made a, a, a photo montage uh-huh. of Shahrukh Khan as the new DC Batman, which, you know. Well, Hugh Jackman. Uh, uh, He's a little old when, for that. When he need, oh yeah, for, He's for, a lot for, old for, for that. For James Gunn, for James yeah. Gunn jokes, yeah, he's gonna be uh, definitely too old. But uh, Hugh Jackman, I guess you know, there's a little bit of courtesy mm-hmm. and being a nice guy that Hugh Jackman is. But I guess he was in India, and when he was asked who should be the, the new Wolverine, and he said Shahrukh Khan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. But again, but again, uh, uh, Wolverine is old, so. It, it could go either way. So. It could it could be it still could be Jack as it still could be uh Khan. But anyways. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the Indian movie. What else about San Diego? About San Diego nothing. But about the strike, Tom Cruise has been lobbying the studios. Oh yeah, he took mm-hmm. the front front row, he went to talk to the mm-hmm. studios in favor of these fellow actors mm-hmm. and 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 uh writers. And mm-hmm. it was such a classy guy. He's like, yeah, this, this, because he he's job. fine, right? Like he's making money. Yeah, but he's also got some weight to throw around, right? Like yeah, his no, films have been influence. like, the, yeah, and yeah, he uses his influence mm-hmm. because of the money he makes Top Gun, and he's saving mm-hmm. the industry. Yeah, and he's like, guys, let's let's talk. You know? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so there's that. And one last thing about about the 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 strike at San Diego is is, is mm-hmm. suffering not so oh, much yeah. the con because uh, people buy tickets a year in advance. Mm-hmm. So some people might cancel and say, "No, I want my money back. I'll go next mm-hmm. year." But the industry uh, around the con, the the what do you call that? Hotels and and, and uh, hospitality. The hospitality. Yeah industry hotels luxury cars for the celebrities mm-hmm. security services mm-hmm. uh the oh bars restaurants yeah they provide for for uh, not only for the guests of the con that come mm-hmm. from all over the world but for the celebrities that mm-hmm. need you know a little bit more accommodation accommodations yeah so the, the, the industry is, is like <gasps> you just bought new ferraris for for yeah you know 
But yeah, so which like I really I really feel for them because I, I'm guessing here, but it seems like these particular industries would have like maybe just barely clawed their way back from California COVID restrictions, and now they're getting hit again. Fun fact, fun this, fact. Like, there's oh, a picture. There's rough, a picture man. on the panel. I don't know what's the reason, but there's mm-hmm. a guy still wearing masks. I think he's the oh. he's the conductor of the panel. But anyways, okay, the yeah. moderator. Yeah. Well, the common man, because you know celebrities don't the, the, the wear this mask. You go to to a talk show. That's right. The audience wears masks. The cameras wear masks. The celebrities yeah. like ah. Oh, that drives yeah. me nuts. Yeah. Or like Amazing Race, it's really bad when we see, like it shows like Amazing Race or Survivor where this whole cast is like interacting with each other, no masks, and then they the they show us. The camera. Yeah, then they show us a a behind the scenes shot, and you have the entire crew all masked up I'm like, wow this is this is awfully classist yeah, yes yeah or like the the drew barrymore show any of those big talk shows yeah like the whole audience all the crew are in masks but the famous people yeah everywhere oh. you saw the met gala like people that carry the yes of the, the dresses yeah the assistants or, yeah, yeah. anyways anyway. uh, enough about the strike uh the, yeah well the, one more thing just this is the last thing huh. about the strike is that um Production happening in Europe and the UK has not stopped. Yes, and, and if it was not stopped, it's mm-hmm. different rules, different, mm-hmm. uh, um, different. You know, some 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 companies are claiming like Amazon said, no, we just finished shooting uh, 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 the Rings of Power right before this strike. It's like, uh huh, oh, no. sure, you're right. <laughs> they, they there's no way they done. They said they're gonna take two years to get done so anyways but well yeah. house of the dragon moves on which yeah. was the only fantasy series worth watching yeah yeah recently well wheel but, of time was fun unless yeah. you read the books wheel in which time, case you hated yeah. it yeah did, did, did you have a, a new trailer for it i, I mean i, I cared so much that i, I didn't yeah. check or put in the list um, anyways anyways moving on yeah the, the the controversies and masses of the strike uh, mm-hmm. One of the roots of the problem is AI. Mm-hmm. Like Vice President Kamala Harris said, it's two letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's a problem. Artificial intelligence. I mm-hmm. don't know if she knows that part. Yeah. But anyways. But just to clarify, that's intelligence? That's artificial. Yes. Which is saying more than, mm-hmm. is already saying more than Kamala Harris. But... <laughs> Uh, one of the the roots of the problem is the, dealing with AI. AI mm-hmm. is 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 evolving. Is getting the technology is is getting better and mm-hmm. better. So if an AI is commissioned on write a script, the AI will write a script. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, dealing it with making movies, you don't write a script and make the movie. You write and you treat and you treat and you treat. There's several mm-hmm. versions of the script, and you go change and change and change. If you uh, if you commission an AI to write a script, uh, and you you commission and you hire a writer to treat the script, mm. you know you know I'm gonna have to pay that guy for the writing, right? Not for the treatment, so the person is already making less has a, has less authority uh, ownership of the material is just fixing and and doing touches. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyways, about all that, g- 
Google, and there's, there's, there's a fear of that. And there's several other industries that, that eventually might disappear because AI will take over. Right. But about writing specifically, Google pitched uh, AI news writing product to the New York Times and to the Washington Post. Granted, mm-hmm. they have terrible writers already, but besides that, it's, it's, it's already the industry offering technological advanced alternatives to write the news so ai would take over that and mm-hmm. that's why one of the reasons why the strikers are striking because the yeah. the demand a better pay residuals dealing with streaming and also mm-hmm. the fear of ai and that's a yeah. big one to to google to offer uh the 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 times in the post mm-hmm. it's yeah it's 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 here to stay and we don't know if there there will be regulations, but at this point, it's it's invading all aspects of creativity mm-hmm. and in several industries. Yeah, James Cameron has said, "I warned you guys in 1984." Oh, if listen. you only listen to James Cameron, <laughs> who does? Usually, uh, he says things, and he's like, "Stop saying words. Just stop yeah. saying words." No, no, you know. But you with know. this one, I'm like, yeah, I think most sci-fi, most sci-fi enthusiasts that I know have like knee-jerk, knee-jerk, like instinctive reactions to AI of like discomfort, concern, apprehension. Yeah. Like they're not, they're not good feelings. AI is a little freaky. Yeah. Especially AI that's that's this advanced. Yeah, I'm kidding. I said, who listened to James Cameron? His wife does. I mean, which the six oh. ones? Maybe the seventh one. <laughs> But this yeah, guy. AI, AI, it's, it's, uh, uh, in, in fiction, it goes from working super nicely, like, mm-hmm. you know, Star Wars, you have droids that do everything for you, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have to work, you live like a Roman, Yeah. Uh, but then you have Terminator, you have Matrix, you have, mm-hmm. uh, this, there's this new movie called The Creator that looks good. Yeah. Looks very good. good. What's his name? John David Washington? Yeah. Something? Uh, Denzel Jr. Anyway, yeah, uh, but yeah, that's it. AIs mm-hmm. uh, or situations like Wally, where which I know is like a Pixar movie, but that's a world where like AI and automated systems took over to the point that humans just kind of turned into chubby vegetables. Like, like they, they they didn't have to do anything anymore. They didn't have to try or work or strive or anything. They just kind of sat around and got fat. Yeah. Um, anyway, so there's that. Um, some other downer news. Braun is a Canadian studio that's made some great films, and they had to file for bankruptcy. Yeah. The Mule, The Joker, among mm-hmm. others. I was like, wow. It's, you know, th- th- this economy, <coughs> the industry is yeah. struggling. And oh. what are you going to do? And Cameo, this is a an app where you can purchase short, customized videos from celebrities or whoever. They've done a bunch of layoffs. Yeah, to the point that they're only gonna keep uh, after the layoffs. They're only gonna have fifty members, fifty employees total. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, one of the best things I've seen from Cameo is uh, you know Jeremy Renner was recently in the hospital. Paul Rudd made like a cameo for him as though he didn't know him 
and oh. stuff like kind of a fake celebrity he was like that's hey uh, jeremy buddy that's awesome yeah it was very funny yeah, you know <laughs> paul rudd paul rudd shenanigans it was very funny all right um what's up with e1 and theaters in the uk so e1 is uh, shutting down theatrical distribution in the uk hospital but e e1 and mm -hmm. is trying to make things happen you know when a company buy another there's always mm -hmm. like the, the case of layoffs organizational mm -hmm. because you're probably gonna have two people doing the same thing so they they shut down theatrical distribution for now mm -hmm. we'll see what happens in the future okay and amc is ending the sideline uh seating pricing you know uh months months ago we talked about yeah. how they were charging more for the better seats mm -hmm. uh and it was we talked about how it was a terrible idea and it was elitist and you know the, the movies are basically yeah. like a church everybody goes there it doesn't mm -hmm. matter if it's a man if it's a woman yep it's just first it's come a, first serve kid if it's old man if it's rich and the poor you know uh black or white bond or free yeah Blonde or free? Bond or free. Oh, uh, okay. I was like, wow. It's the Bible, like, man. Okay. So you said blonde or free. I was like, no. I didn't know blonde had the more special privileges. Less yeah, well, special privileges yeah, than few people. That's a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so the ending that. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Good. Yeah. Anybody surprised? What? No, we were right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. <laughs> just just double checking. All right. Let's spend a minute with Disney and their shenanigans. Okay. Oh, well, let's, st let's start with uh, uh, rumors. Mm -hmm. But this, this, the very first one is is rumor. Well, first of it, it was it wasn't a rumor. It was oh. reality. So, this picture uh, with Snow White. Uh, what's that bucket? Oh, gosh, I can't remember the name. Anyways, is is a lat Latina girl. So she's technically not white, but anyways, they they hire her for Snow White. Mm -hmm. So there's a picture with her and seven hobos, seven characters. That there, there are, there's one dwarf. And there's several other characters. But they're definitely not little people. No little people. There's and they're one not like mad, like short tall. fantasy creatures. There's a girl. Uh, anyways, there's this the, the hobo San Francisco hobo looking characters, and it popped out on the internet, and and people were like uh, the commotion. People were like, Disney's gonna do this. This is terrible. Disney denied. So no, 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 no. That's a hoax. That's not mm -hmm. true. It's fake uh people people got like pissed revolted mm -hmm. but then disney came out and said oh, it's, it's actually true we're trying to do a a new version we're trying to correct things it's like yeah, we correct the book the, the author that anyways so yeah. that's that's the first on the rumors there was actually not rumors so which makes you think of a lot of rumors that end up you know a, a conspiracy theory is a conspiracy theory until someone comes and and saying it's not to mm -hmm. prove it's not to you know like uh uh you know vaccines save lives and masks are super effective if, and you know all sorts of oh the virus didn't come from from a, a, a lab in china and you know several other conspiracies that you know it's just a, a matter of time and come to to light this mm. one from disney it took like a week in the beginning of the week that's fake that's not true and at the end of the week, they said, no, it's true. It looks that yeah. bad. And we, you're going to take ownership, see it if you want it or not. And by, mm -hmm. by the, 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 the recent past, yeah, people might not go see it because, you know, the, the crap they're making. 
a feeling. Here's the thing. Like, in, like, 99 cases out of 100, you could swap out the race for a fantasy character and not really have it make that big a difference. Like, like, Halle Bailey being the Little Mermaid. Like, and they, they swapped up the setting a little bit, so it's like the Caribbean and not Denmark. So it's like, okay, well, whatever. Like, that doesn't change anything about, like, her identity or her character. Like, and already we're talking about a half-fish, half-human, like, whatever. But, like, Snow White, it is explicit in it's all of the, the versions name. of it. It's in the name. And, like, that's the story. The mother wishes for a child with skin white as snow lips red as the rose and the seven and dwarfs black as ebony and it's the seven dwarfs it's on the name and we can have a whole discussion about whether this is a an unfair unenlightened portrayal of little people or if this is or we're talking about dwarves like peter dinklage it's, it was it was kind of sad because peter mm-hmm. dinklage started this whole mess yeah he complained that you shouldn't portray dwarfs as dwarfs as yeah. like he took the jobs out of dwarfs out of his fellow dwarfs it was like, oh, come on. And like, this could have been, this could have been a really good, I feel like this one had a lot of good potential because Snow White was like Disney's first feature length film. Like this was an old movie. So there's a yeah. lot of potential. Celebrating like a hundred years of Disney now. Yeah, this could have been so great. And they already blew it. With, uh, yeah. besides, the so fa- besides the fact that the, the, the changes, the, the crappy changes go beyond that. Apparently mm-hmm. there's no prince in the story. Yeah, and there's there's messed up things that they they overlooking like you know the dwarfs all sleep together, and now there's a girl there. How does that make sense? Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Let's talk about some more. Another rumor. Uh, this one is a rumor, uh-huh. but again, until it's not. But Disney's CEO Bob Iger uh, is rumored to be preparing to sell the company to Apple. My gut reaction is to not be crazy about this. Why? Because it's just, it's consolidating even more. Apple's already got a lot of influence, a lot of their own entertainment and everything. And as as frustrating as so many of Disney's decisions are, I'd rather have more people making content than just a couple of people making content. Yeah, like, but, but, we don't need to consolidate more. Yeah, but Apple is not really about content. It's about technology. And sure, and I don't know. They're making this thing, this thing, this thing content, but they are. They're they're but showing see, up at the awards see, and all that. I see your point, but yeah, um, it's like when Disney bought Fox and who, like, and all that stuff is getting consolidated into one. Was that actually a good thing for anybody? I don't think so. Yeah. Anyways, uh, another one, and this one is is close to reality, is mm-hmm. that uh, Kenneth Branagh. Uh, would direct uh, Gargoyles film for Disney. I mean, good news is Kenneth Branagh, good news yeah. is Gargoyles, bad news is Disney. I never actually watched. I know there's a lot of people that love, absolutely adore the Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Mm-hmm. Uh, I cannot say. I, I mean, honestly, I would. I saw on TV and I was like, I don't know, I'm going to watch Batman. It was around, mm. more or less around yeah, the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, people people love it. So, uh, yeah, hopefully it will happen. And he's he's a great director. He proved that more than once. Oh yeah. And he does not only great serious stuff, dramatic Shakespeare, but he did Thor. You know. He did. And no, he's he's good. And yeah, 
Mm -hmm. It is in good hands. Yeah, I think that's some of the best news I've heard from Disney in a long time. That and Bob Iger saying, like, maybe we need to lay off of the Marvel Star Wars content. Yeah. So, so it's not all terrible. Okay, also new content coming. The Boys spinoff series, Gen V, is coming in September at Prime Video. Yeah, it, it's from the same people that did The Boys. Mm-hmm. And, you know, The Boys is heck of a fun. It is and, unhinged. And this one is the disturbing. same universe. Mm-hmm. Uh, younger people, I guess, different mm-hmm. problems. Uh, on the school, the college for powered people. What are they called? Soups? Soups, yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. It looks good. Okay, um, other streaming news. Some streaming services are going to be releasing their content on broadcast television. Yeah, so it's a strategy uh, to deal with the, 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 the problems that come with the strike. You know, mm-hmm. it's summer, so technically there's not a lot to, that should be out. Mm-hmm. But coming close to the fall, they, nobody's making anything. Right. So they're going to use what's been, what's already made, you know, and mm-hmm. release... Uh, to broadcast like for instance there's one there's not really too related to that but there's a nice strategy to get more subscribers disney is releasing the first three episodes of secret invasion on hulu That's they did right. that in the past with other shows too mm-hmm. uh, uh but but disney's gonna release uh miss marvel uh show from disney plus is gonna be released on abc as mm-hmm. a linear uh, uh release you know once a week an episode Oh, I guess it, they did the same way on the streaming, right? Uh, it, but but uh, Yellow yeah. Yellowstone is going to be released on CBS. About linear mm-hmm. TV, uh, Bob Iger said, and, and he kind of bit his tongue and kinda walked back because he said that they would not focus on linear TV uh, mm. as much in the near future. But again, he, he walked that back because oh. people said, what the heck? Because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, even the even the big bosses have bosses, you know. It's like you answer <laughs> to a board, they answer to stockholders. Yeah. And yeah, you can do anything you want. Yeah. Even though most of the time it feels it seems like it does. But anyways. Yeah. Someone who feels like he's doing whatever he wants, regardless of what the fan thinks, is James yes. Gunn. Yeah. Um and we've had that confirmed yet again by news from the Aquaman two production. Yeah. When you think oh, Jesus. It's it's when when people make stupid decisions, and then again and again and again, it's, it's like hard yeah, to watch. this person is stupid. It's not mm-hmm. it's not a, the the, yeah. the stupid decision was not fluke. It wasn't a fluke. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it was announced uh, this week that Ben Affleck's role in the Aquaman two is no more. He was his scenes, he shot scenes, and those scenes mm-hmm. were cut from the movie. What a waste. It's. I really like Batfleck. Yeah. I think I think he mm. it's uh, he stands up well in the pantheon of bat. Yeah. Men. Apple should buy DC and yeah, make this there Snyder we go. Universe. There we go. Warner is failing and failing and they're going to make a comedy, gigantic comedy with fart jokes and and, and mm, you know, out of uh, Superman uh, legacy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some intriguing casting news for that. Apparently R- rumors. Yes, rumors. The role of Lex Luthor was offered to none other than Daniel Craig. Who looks old? And yeah. he's British? They're going to give him an American accent? Yeah, he's done American what accents before. What a waste. I mean, I don't know. He's kind of a powerhouse actor. Yeah. I mean, there was in the past, there was like, he has the looks. Because, you know, he was an exception Bond. 
He's not like yeah. super good looking. He has like very. That's true. He's not traditionally rough. handsome. Yeah. yeah, he has a rough manly He's face. A... So in the past, he was associated with the role of Brainiac. So, but oh. now they talk about Lex Luthor. So we don't know. It's just yeah. a rumor. We might see in the near future. We might. We're we'll not find gonna out. hear. We're not gonna hear from from San Diego because there's not gonna be any announcement. There's there. nothing happening there. Yeah. So, um, in the meantime, as if Tom Cruise hasn't done enough, um, extreme stuff already, he says he's working diligently on a movie to be filmed in a brand new, exciting location. Space, the final frontier. For film. Yes. Tom um, Cruise is, gonna, is going where no Tom Cruise has yeah. gone before. Yeah. I mean, I'm down. I can think of worse things. I can think of worse things. Yeah. He's demonstrated a lot of, not just like scale and talent, but also professionalism when it comes to doing like crazy banana stunts. He delivers. He definitely delivers. Yeah. And making like incredible movies with practical effects. So, I mean, why not? Yeah. Worst things have happened to the space program. I'll pay to see that. Yep. You know, and with with the the pri- privatization, is that a word? Yes, the privatization. Privatization of the space program. You know, yeah. they have alternatives, and you yeah. can split the the costs and mm-hmm. the profits, and you know, mm-hmm. it would be a way for for uh, Musk. Uh, yeah. What's the Amazon guy? Sarandos? No, it's Bezos. Uh, Bezos. Even, what's his name? Bronson? Virgin Galactic is still yeah. a thing. To get into the media mm-hmm. industry. Oh, sure. never mind. Or. <laughs> Bezos is already there. Even though what he does is crap. Uh, yeah. But but some of it. Just brings the power. Jack really Ryan is doing, doing good. Yeah. Uh, Terminalist was really good. Uh, the boys. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. But even, even if he goes, you know, like he worked with the military to make Maverick, like. You can work with NASA. Yeah. To do something space there. Space Force. Quite quite the boon. Yeah. For Space Force. For Space Administration. Yeah. Or yes, the Space Force. Oh, he becomes the Green Lantern that we we need. Oh, oh no, they're going to make a joke out of that too. Anyways. Grand Shane. Uh that's uh, that's it for this week. Mm-hmm. Come back next week uh, for more pop culture news and entertainment. We're going to see mm-hmm. a local uh release. Yeah. You're going to see this movie called Go West, son. Mm-hmm. No, it's just go west. Go right? west. Go west. Yep. This is from JK Studios. This is another out of Hollywood production. Um, and it looks very promising. Yeah. It's with the, the cast, the founders of Studio K. Nope. Studio C. 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 Studio C. They currently are doing JK Studios and they have a show and I can't remember what it's called. Oh, they have a show? They do. Okay. Yeah. But they all, the, the, none of them are on the, 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 the studio C anymore. It's a completely Correct. different cast. Totally different cast. The show cast. is still on. Yep. Okay. So, yeah, you're going to see this this local release. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're going to tell you if it's, if it's uh, worth your time. We will pass judgment it looks on funny. other people's work. Yeah, it looks, it looks yeah. fantastic. Anyways, that's it for this week. Uh-huh. We'll see you next week for more Pope Coach News Entertainment. Mm-hmm. May the force be with you. Live long and prosper. Bye. Bye. Bye.